Support for Veterans Corner on Veterans Corner Radio is made possible by M&M Printing and the Observer News of Ruskin. Hello and welcome to Veterans Corner Radio Podcasts, information for and about veterans. Today host Bill Hodges welcomes back longtime friend Joe Battle, director of the James A. Haley Veterans Hospital in Tampa, Florida. Director Battle returns to the James A. Haley Veterans Hospital after spending the last eight months on temporary assignment directing Region 7 of the VAH. Joe has 38 years with the VA and is recognized as an expert on the Veterans Administration. During this podcast, he provides a better perspective on parts of the VA and how they serve the veterans community. Here now is Bill Hodges with Veterans Corner on Veterans Corner Radio Podcasts. Hi, I am Bill Hodges, and this is Veterans Corner Radio. Well, normally we start with a theme music and then an announcer, and then I come on with Hi, I am Bill Hodges. However, I wanted to give you a little bit of information before the program began. When we recorded this program, it was a welcome home for a man who's coming back who had been posted in another area and coming back to his own hospital. That was going to be great. It's turning out to be a goodbye. Since coming back, he has decided that after 38 years of government service, he will retire July 31st. We wish him the very best. And it's not goodbye because we're good friends and we will see him over the years to come. But it's probably the last time we'll have him on the air. So sit back and enjoy and learn from the knowledge this man will share with you. Welcome to Veterans Corner, a show dedicated to providing information to all those who have served our country's military and to their families. Now, here is your host, newspaper columnist, management trainer, and Air Force veteran, Bill Hodges. Hi, I am Bill Hodges, and this is Veterans Corner Radio. And we have a special guest with us. I'm not going to tell you who it is right off, but I do want to tell you a little story. You know, There was a Maharaja once that wanted to know what an elephant looked like, only he wanted blind men to tell him. So he'd get a whole picture. And the blind man, one of them reached up, touched the ear of the elephant and said, oh, it's like a palm frond. Another grabbed the leg and said, oh, it's a tree trunk. Another one grabbed the trunk and said, no, no, it's a serpent. Another one put his hand up against the side of the elephant and certainly it felt like a wall to him. The last one grabbed the tail and said, no, an elephant's like rope. Well, the VA is a lot like that to a lot of people. And today I have a guest who has 38 years with the VA, who has been on assignment up to Atlanta for Region 7 to be the director up there. And he said, no, I want to come home. And so he's coming back as director of the James A. Haley Hospital to finish up all these wonderful construction projects that he got started. My guest is, by this time, many of you have guessed, Director Joe Battle. Joe, what a wonderful thing to have on the program. 
Well, thanks, Bill. It's great to uh, be back talking with you about things in Florida and the VA as a whole. So thank you for today. You know, we could do a whole show just on all the construction projects that you get started with. Wasn't it 1995? You were construction. You had you on an honor of all the VA at that point. Oh, right? yeah. I was, I was a federal engineer of the year for the for the VA back then. Well, let's talk about the VA as an animal. Many of us have touched on a piece of the VA, either through a home loan, but how about giving us an overview of the VA itself? Well, sure, Bill, I'm happy to do that. You know, basically the VA is broken up into three big buckets. There's the uh, Veterans Benefits Administration, the Veterans Health Administration, and the National Cemetery Administration. And so I'll, I'll go back to the uh, VBA is what a lot of people call it, Veterans Benefits Administration. And those are the folks that would handle your home loans if you were getting a VA home loan or if you were getting education benefits from the VA like GI Bill. They also handle other th administrative things too. A lot of people don't know that the VA actually runs one of the largest insurance companies in the United States. I had no idea that. When soldiers get insurance there while they're in the military, and if something untoward happens to them, that, that's through the VA. So it's actually one of the top 10 insurance companies in the country also. Wow. And that's handled through our administrative processes with veteran benefits. So they handle a lot of things like that. You know, they actually are the people who oversee the compensation and pension program for people getting uh, disability ratings and uh, disability benefits. They actually are the ones who decide that. I'm interested. Now, that's not under the health care then. That's under, under the Benefits Administration. No, the health care, the Veterans Health Administration of the hospitals, for example, they may do exams, but the actual adjudication and the actual determinations of what a veteran gets, whether he's 10% rated, 50% rated, or 100% rated. That's all determined by the Veterans Benefits Administration. Uh, they're the ones that do that. I really, I knew there was some kind of a crossover, but I didn't know that was how it worked. Yeah. The VA Health Administration just does a number of the medical exams. Actually, they don't do them all. They just do some of them but depending on the person and what their issues are. So yeah, but, that, but that's actually overseen by VBA. So that, that's sort of a big bucket of what they do. I'm sure I'm leaving things out, but that's the general gist of it. And the GI Bill falls under them also, correct? That is correct. The GI Bill falls under them, any kind of education stuff and all that's under them. And everybody, just I'll put you on the spot here, but all veterans who came out with a honorable discharge are eligible for those kinds of services from the VBA, correct? They're all eligible for like certain benefits, like home loans, certain education loans, and things like that. That's not my expertise, so <laughs> I don't want to say what anybody would exactly be eligible for or not, but that is their job to identify that for the individual veteran on what all they're entitled to. I guess I was drawing a distinction between the VBA and the healthcare side where not all veterans are eligible. Well, that's true. That's true. Maybe that segues us into Veterans Health Administration. 
the, you know, that's who I work for. I work for the health administration. And right now I, I am a, a network director over all the VA hospitals in Alabama, Georgia, and South Carolina based out of Atlanta. And I've been doing this now for 11 months and we'll finish up in May and then come back to Tampa. But the country's broken up into 18 pieces of a pie and that's how that's administered. But going back to a, a bigger view, the Veterans Health Administration, you know, they, they cover all the medical care for veterans. They provide services for homeless veterans, and they now provide caregiver support for eligible veterans uh, who need caregiver support. They provide that, and they provide health care. And actually, you know, what gets lost in a lot of this is the VA overall actually has four missions. For the VHA, yes. And for the VHA, those four missions are as follows. First and foremost, it's health care to veterans. You know, health care to eligible veterans is number one. Number two is to provide education for people who would want to become doctors, nurses, and, and health care providers in our country. And a lot of people don't know that all the doctors in the United States, two-thirds to 70% of them got all or part of their training in a VA hospital at some point during their educational process. Is that probably because so many of the VAs are located or co-located with the universities? That's true. And a lot of that is not by chance, but by choice. That all got started right after World War II with General Bradley. Omar Bradley created the affiliate process where VA hospitals would be affiliated with medical schools. So that's actually why most VA hospitals, not all, but most, are actually located uh, very close to or affiliated with a medical school in this country. Actually, the Tampa VA was created by such a deal. Uh, the, The Tampa VA and the University of South Florida were opened as a tandem. Really? As a tandem decision, uh, the VA wanted to expand hospitals and they wanted to have more affiliates. And they actually created, the VA partnered with different states and actually created six or seven VA hospitals. And the VA and the University of South Florida Medical School was one of those. And that was back in the late 60s, early 70s when that occurred. I know when I came in there and I had a problem with my leg, they never did quite, it healed it up, but nobody quite knew what it was. I had classes coming across the street from USF using that uh, bridge. Yeah. Come and look at my leg because it was unique. Yeah. Well, you know, that's one of the things. The the VA provides a, a rich resource for educational purposes. And if we didn't have the VA providing that, you know, a lot of our doctors would not be as well-trained in this country today as they are. So, you know, submission so two for VHA is education to healthcare providers. Mission three is research. The VA does a lot of medical research. The VA has had Nobel Prize winners from research. The VA developed the CAT scan. If you go get a CAT scan, that was actually invented and developed by the VA. Even the Tampa VA, there are things in use medically, particularly in the rehab department, 
that were invented at the Tampa VA and have been put to use uh, to help veterans. Yeah, you know, the, uh, the Gleason score yeah. for cancer right. was a VA doctor. Right. So the VA provides a vital role in advancing the practice of medicine, not for just the veterans in this country, but the world. And so, you know, that's a very important role that the VA plays in that regard. You know, one of those projects came into play in the last year. Dr. Carrico was busy for the last four or five years working on getting Telmed into a yes. working situation. And you oversaw the, the department as it went. But yeah. they were ready to go on day one with Telmed. Mm -hmm. You know, that's one thing. The VA is a national leader in telemedicine way ahead of the private sector or anybody else, just about. You know, we got started in that long time ago. And so when the pandemic hit, for us to ramp up in a much bigger way was much easier than folks that did not have our infrastructure to do that. So it is really quite remarkable. Uh, we were able to do a lot of workload where others couldn't there for a while. And then the uh, fourth mission is emergency preparedness. So that's where we help out when there are natural disasters or untoward events like a pandemic or providing backup to the DOD when they need our help for different things. So that's our fourth mission is emergency preparedness. And we have helped with hurricane support, pandemic support, literally hundreds of our employees, not just at the Tampa, but all over Florida at the VA hospitals, help support private sector nursing homes and state-run homes for veterans during the pandemic and went in and provided uh, assistance, education, training on infection control, all sorts of things. And this went on all over the country. During the pandemic, I have deployed employees all over the country, Indian reservations, you name it. We have sent employees all over. And we actually took patients in from the outside in certain areas where they were just totally overwhelmed by the pandemic, we actually took humanitarian patients in to help the community out because there were no more beds at different parts around the country. So, so the VA actually provided a very vital resource during the height of the pandemic. That, that I, I think it, very important is the high quality of the care. A lot of people, they listen to the news and the news, 170 VA hospitals, 1,200 clinics, and one of them's got a problem and they say the VA's got it. But I've been going to the VA for 10, 11 years now and it treated me very well. And I understand during this pandemic that if you were in a care home for the VA versus one of a civilian care, you were 30 times more likely to die in the civilian care than you were in the VA care. I read reports like that. And, uh, you know, I know that what I can tell you is that when we went into homes to help out, we made a difference for the people that were in those homes. We improved their infection control practices, helped out with staffing and did a variety of different things to help them out. And, you know, that's what we should do when those things go on. In Haley, we also went across the street to USF to the Sun Dome and provided people there to give shots to everybody, not just military. No, that's right. 
That's right. The Haley made a deal and said, hey, if you'll give us shots to give out to the public, we'll do it. And so that that's what they did. And, you know, uh, I'm very proud of them for doing that. But those kind of things went on all over the country, Bill. It wasn't just in Florida. And it's pretty amazing the resilience of our staff and to be flexible to, to do these things because, you know, it's a lot, you know, a lot of the disasters we deal with are pretty short-lived, relatively speaking. And then you have this that has gone on now for over a year and still not done. But, uh, you know, the VA still pitching in, helping where it can and where it's asked and needed. So, so very proud of those four missions. I didn't know the cemeteries were under the VA. I, yeah, for whatever well, reason, means, I wasn't means, thinking yes, about yes. that. The National Cemetery Administration is the, uh, you know, the country's largest entity that does that kind of business. You know, everybody thinks about Arlington Cemetery. That's the only big, well, one of the only big cemeteries actually run by the Army. The VA runs the rest. Oh. And, you know, we have somewhere between 100, 200 cemeteries scattered you know, all over the country. And I don't remember what the exact number is, forgive me. But we have cemeteries everywhere and building more, unfortunately. But, you know, celestial discharge kicks in somewhere for all of us. <laughs> but, That's uh, true. but I will tell you, the National Cemetery System is a wonderful, marvelous organization. People don't know that their satisfaction rate is like 99% or something like that, 98, 99%. They won the J.D. Power Customer Service Award. They won it like 10 or 11 years in a row by having the best customer service in the United States, not just for the government, not just for cemetery stuff, for any industry or business in the United States, the National Cemetery System had the number one customer service. You know, you talk about Nordstrom's and going to different places <laughs> or the Ritz-Carlton. They had the number one customer service in the United States for like 10 or 11 years in a row. Well, that's really fantastic. You know, I knew if I asked you to give us an overview that not unlike the blind men, when they got done, the Maharaja would have a better picture of the elephant. And certainly you've done that, Joe, and really appreciate it. Sure. Glad to do it, Bill. I want to wish you a happy homecoming. I well, look forward you. to seeing you at Haley. I know the people there are excited to get you back. This will play in June. And so welcome home. Thank you, Bill. We appreciate it. We're looking forward to getting back. My guest today has been Director Joe Battle, James A. Haley Veterans Hospital, substituting now up in Georgia, taking care of eight hospitals up there, but he wants to come home. He's got projects here to finish, and he's a finisher. So, Joe, thanks again for being on the program. Ladies and gentlemen, you're unique, you're special, and you're great. Tell you so, so often because you are, you know, and we'll talk to you again very soon on Veterans Corner Radio. You've been listening to Veterans Corner with your host, Air Force veteran Bill Hodges. The views expressed on this program are those of Bill and his guests and are opinions based on the best available information. In matters of law or governmental regulation, it will always be best to check with the appropriate agency. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll join us for the next Veterans Corner. Before we go, here's a quick final thought. 
Why not take a minute to follow or mark Veterans Corner Radio podcasts as a favorite? It's easy, and you'll be among the first to be notified when new episodes of the podcast are released. And thanks for listening to Veterans Corner Radio Podcasts.